Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Geekly Reveal, that show where we bring you uh, geekly news on a uh, weekly basis. You know how it is. Um, puns, that's what we're all about here. Um, yeah. I'm Stephanie. <laughs> I'm Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, the Snowpeer on Tumblr, etc., etc., and I am joined as always by our my wonderful co host. Would you like to introduce yourself, my good sir? Yes, I would. I am Dom, aka Brother Dom all over the internet, and I just came in from a safely done run, and life's good, as it could be anyway. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah, I, uh, we went on a extremely long walk on Saturday, like, masked up, sunglasses on, like, but... Yeah, I saw that. Y'all were prepared. It was, We walked, like, ten miles. We walked all the way from our <laughs> apartment to the Brooklyn Bridge and back, but, uh... It was nice. It was nice. Like we were, we were exhausted when we got back. Like, you know how, like after you've worked out for a while, like your your muscles kind of like ping, like a, like you know, like when a car engine's cooling down and you hear it, like kind of like hit the spit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my legs were like, like why did we do this? Oh <laughs> like, yeah. I but, always um, have a, I always have a good second date memory with my partner. We went for a walk, starting by the casino. In, in Pittsburgh and walking along the trail and you know we're all being cute just kind of like oh hey I want to keep talking but I don't really want to be the one to initiate turning back and we walked like I don't know not to the 40th street bridge but like one of the ones before <laughs> it which wouldn't be so bad until we're like oh we gotta walk back we're not anywhere we could catch an uber this is so weird so like my tendons and arches were just like on fire and I was like, hey, I'm sorry. I wanted to keep talking, but I got to tap out. And she's like, oh, thank God. Me too. I'm like, why did we do this? Um, that was a couple years ago. And so, I mean, once you've built a relationship on that. Once <laughs> you've built a relationship on very long walks. I think he, uh, you, you and your friend will, will be friends forever is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was funny, too, because like, we weren't like we weren't even talking or anything. We both had our headphones in most of the time, just like. Like, I talked to my mom for a while on the phone, like, we both listened to some podcasts or some audiobooks, and it just, like, it was just nice to, like, go outside and, like, it was a really nice day on Saturday, like, and ultimately, our one of our goals was to stop at a grocery store, but there were, like, I, I guess it being a Saturday, like, there were lines outside every grocery store because they were only letting limited numbers of people in. Uh, yeah. And like like lines of people spaced six feet apart, like like the one when we walked past the Trader Joe's, it was as far as the eye could see, like da- out of the building, around the block, like uh, down the down the way. I was like, ooh, that is that is rough. We are in truly strange times. Yeah, uh, we're like, we'll just uh, we'll get groceries somewhere else. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it on this podcast or just to some friends, but you know, I, I live. I mean, I'm in an apartment, so I can see the road from my house. Uh, well, from my apartment and from our balcony and whatnot. It's it's like a fire escape balcony. We're not bougie or anything like that. But <laughs> the, the amount of traffic that is going by has not seemed to stop at all since all this has started. And we're like, what the hell is wrong with people? We went, we had to, I mean, people still have to do stuff, but it seemed like it didn't even slow down a little bit. So we went and got a... We had to go pick up something from Target. You know, we did like the order ahead and they just have it for you and they have all their signs up. So we went down the street to, like, look at it. Like, literally one block over, like, oh, this street's completely empty. We just live, like, in a residential enough neighborhood that these are all probably, like, all essential workers coming home and stuff like that. Because everything else around us has completely stopped except for the street that we live on. Yeah, and y'all have a Trader Joe's near there, too, so people are probably grocery shopping. Yeah, there's... And the Target. There's a Target, Trader Joe's. Yeah, there's, like, one of the market districts... So I guess for people that aren't from Pittsburgh or Ohio, Giant Eagle is just like the local grocery store. It's kind of like Gee. on par. Yeah, but the market districts are like the giant ones. They're I'm the bougie sure. ones, yeah. Yeah, I went to one. It's probably the size of like a Walmart Supercenter, but like just mostly of groceries and stuff. And they have like, when I say like an ethnic food section, I'm counting like the white ethnicities too. Like you have like mm. a Greek section, an Italian section, uh, Spanish, Mexican, um, Indian. Like there's actually pretty well done. Um, but there's one up by the airport. It's like, it's huge. Like, I feel like each of the, it's almost like a boutiques, like little boutiques in each of the, uh, food genres as as you might call it. But yeah, um, so, I mean, this is, this is all stressful stuff to talk about. Um, if you are looking, it's kind of, since it's kind of about our lives as well. So if you're looking for something 
uh, a little uh, less stressful, a little bit more of a reprieve from all this. We do have our side series getting by going on right now. Um, mm-hmm. Just a quick recommendation. All the episodes are less than 10 minutes, um, even shorter than that sometimes, where it's just a discussion about what we're doing to get by in these trying times and we keep it positive and don't really talk about this stuff if it's annoying or depressing or triggering to some. So feel free to listen to that. It's on the same feed and it's labeled properly. But yes. We each, have a, we each have a lot going on right now, though. Well, not really a lot going on, but some stuff going on. Which, yeah. <laughs> what are you into? What's, uh, what's going on in your week? Um, well, I, uh, I have I've cracked down and I have started an island. I have, uh, I have begun playing Animal Crossing New Horizons. Oh, no. I mean, um, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's addicting, y'all. Like, but and it's also, is... yeah, go ahead. This is your first Animal Crossing, right? This is Baby's first Animal Crossing. <laughs> um, it's really interesting to me. Like, I mean, it does. It's very like I can see how it would be addicting to yours truly. Who, like, <laughs> when I was like twelve, I got The Sims for the first time, like, like The Sims Two and like seven expansion packs, and oh, <laughs> for Christmas, and I did not leave our computer room, which was a thing we had in the in that. In that era, that's like a not... hard thing to even explain to people our generation. Like, if they're like two, like not even of a, like other millennials that are like two years younger than us might not get that reference. <laughs> yeah, so I had a computer room, um, <laughs> and we, uh, I didn't leave the computer room for like twelve hours, like the first Oof. day. Like I was just, this is where I was. This is what I wanted to do. Is what I was about. Like, so, needless to say. Having had this since like Wednesday of last week, I've probably logged over twenty four hours of playtime. You know what? Not, nothing wrong with that. It's when there's a good game and you want to sink your teeth into, especially one where it has very I don't know fantastical elements like paying off mortgage or seeing friends. Like when I have stuff like that, I can understand wanting to escape to that world. Well, yeah, you know, like it's the that's the thing about. Animal Crossing is that you, uh, like, especially now, I was listening, well, I was listening to, um, the Macroys did, or Justin and Griffin are on a podcast called The Besties where they talk about video games, and they dropped their latest episode into the Mubbit Man feed that was about- (laughs) Cross-pollination. Yeah, animal cross-pollination. Oh, no. (laughs) That's the title. You there did it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Their episode was it was about Animal Crossing, um, and Justin was talking about how like this is like he was looking forward to this game like in the way that like you know like you generically look forward to a video game you think you're probably going to enjoy, sure. but like truly no one at Nintendo nor anywhere else in I think the world could have predicted the the world that Animal Crossing's New Horizons was going to release into no absolutely not and that's even more further by the fact that this game got delayed to this point it was not originally supposed to come out it was supposed to come out last year i'm pretty sure Um, this was a 2019 release and at one point they said hey you know we want this game to be a little bit it's like probably a couple weeks after doom actually delayed their release too for a similar reason like hey we don't want to crunch or crunch too badly anyway and we're going to need a little bit more time it's just not feasible to come out this year we want this game to be great and everyone's mm-hmm. like, yeah, of course, that's cool. And they're like, it's coming out on 420. And people hey. are like, the same day as Doom. Um, not 420. I'm sorry. Hey. That's not possible. That's this month. What was it? 320? Yeah, I yeah, think it was, last, it was the end of last You know month. what? 420 didn't even exist this year, even if it's the whole month of April. But anyway, like, the same day as Doom. But no one figured that we'd be stuck inside. And this would be like such a platform of interaction. Yeah, it's really, like, because it's, like, not just, like, like, even before we were all stuck inside, like, there's, like, the joke of Animal Crossing, like, oh, like, you know, you can pay off a mortgage, or, like, you can get a mortgage, first of all, and then you can pay (laughs) off the mortgage, like. Interest-free, no less. Interest-free, what a millennial dream. (laughs) Um, But, like, just, like, the peaceful, like, even when it's, like, there's some annoying features in that, like, you can only, like, when you're trying to sell stuff in the shop, you can only sell one item at a time, and you have to go through the, like, slow talk, like, <laughs> Timmy like, and Tommy text conversation with the little, with Timmy and Tommy, like, <laughs> 
every time, which is like very time consuming and annoying. Um, in the same way, in like same similarly, when you're trying to donate stuff to the museum, you have to go through this like whole conversation every time. Yeah. Um, but like on the flip side of that, like this is a way that like I can go into this game and spend like ten hours a day, like just chilling kind of like wandering around in my outside world you know like doing like planting things and (laughs) visiting my friends islands and like eating oranges so that i can lift trees out of the ground like (laughs) like you do i almost feel like some of those features that like are anti-quality of life might be on purpose to prevent people from trying to min max the game like if you could sell, I don't know, like 99 turnips at once or whatever your inventory allows. I've never played Animal Crossing. I just looked at stuff. If you could do that all the time, you'd be able to like save a lot of time and be able to like grind more. And I think they don't want people to grind this game. It's, well, it's interesting because like so much of the game is just grinding for bells, though. Like that's like yeah. the point of the game is to grind. Like, but at the same time. Well, they don't want you to do it fast. <laughs> yeah, they, just, the they, whole want, point. <laughs> they want you to really take your time grinding. I, that, as any master of grinding would let you know, it's all about taking your time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I've been... It's really funny. Me, the only person, our, our mutual friend who got me the game... His, okay, the best I, his, DM in the world, apparently. <laughs> best DM, yeah. He's the only person I've, whose island I visited yet, like... Because you can either, you can visit visit other people's islands, or you can um, use, there's like this sub-currency called Nook Miles, which is like, like frequent flyer miles, basically, but you can use those to go to, like, uninhabited islands, and just, like, do a colonialism. Oh, nice. Like, just completely, just raise them to the ground for resources. Well, are the people there already? And there are no old, like, there are, like, no... They're, they're uninhabited, and you can only visit them once, and you can't go back. Oh, hmm. So you just, like, go, and you just, like, break all the rocks, and cut down all the trees, and pull up all the plants, and catch as many bugs as you can. And, like, if bugs are there, like, you can, there are certain ways you can do it. So, like, if you cut down all the trees, pull up all the plants, and dump all of the materials on the beaches, you can, <laughs> you can basically force the game to spawn tarantulas more frequently, because, because they're covered for junk? <laughs> well, no, because, because, like, if there are stumps, there are certain bugs that'll spawn on stumps, and only a certain number of bugs will spawn at a time. Okay. So, like, if you get rid of the flowers, the stink bugs that land on the flowers will, won't be able to spawn. If you get rid of, if you dig up the stumps, like, the bugs, that, the beetles that land on the stumps won't be able to spawn, so, like... Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> so, by pulling up everything else, you can basically force, like, force it so there are only, like, three or four kinds of like high value bugs will spawn sounds like spider island is that what people are making the joke about (laughs) yeah so like that's kind of kind of what people are making the joke about honestly i've had because they call it your pocket that you put everything in like i've had that natasha benningfield song from eza stuck in my head pocket full of sunshine pocket full of sunshine is like i've got a pocket got a pocket full of insects like (laughs) (laughs) you're the you're the bug queen (laughs) i am the bug queen but um but yeah so i've just I've been have is my like I said it's my first first Animal Crossing. Um, me and me and our mutual friend friend DM friend. Um, who one of these days we're gonna get on the podcast? So like it's not like using his name is gonna be like a, a deal or anything. But we were laughing when I came <laughs> to visit his island because he's got like pink hair and a beard and like a pink beard, and I've got like my teal hair with like a I can't my fade is never gonna. Isn't gonna get touched up till like June at this point in real life, so I've got a nice fresh fade in the in the game. But uh, <laughs> that's that's the uh, that's the struggle that so he, many of us have gone through in these games. <laughs> right? He was wearing he was wearing uh like a like a fancy pea coat, and I was wearing like a I'm wearing like the the standard um Hawaiian shirt that you start out in, and we were just laughing at each other because we're basically just like Travis and Justin McElroy. <laughs> like aesthetically exactly you know what teko was supposed to be last weekend too so i mean it's like you got to cosplay (laughs) exactly i can't cosplay in in real life with friends but i can cosplay in the game with my homies (laughs) so 
you know, there's been so much stuff with Animal Crossing that people are using it for other things. Um, like people, like this one guy, I think Grimecraft, he's also involved with Game Chops a little bit, if I recall correctly. They did, like, a virtual concert. And I think they streamed it on Twitch, like, the concert, but, like, the audience was supposed to show up, like, from Animal Crossing. Like, come to mm-hmm. the island if you could. And they had, like, a merch stand outside. <laughs> uh, and I don't know how that works if, like, you just can, like, buy stuff off the racks or if you just got the patterns or whatever but i thought that was pretty cool that's so Um, funny yeah i know like you can you can buy like this game like because i've never played before i didn't know that the crafting element in this game is new so like you can like you gather items and like build like like, you can build things and like like uh, there's the custom creation where you can make like different patterns and stuff for like flags and shirts and whatnot but you can also get like a recipe to build like a table or like a bed or like a like right now the the i started the day that the easter event started (laughs) um, interesting day which is annoying because like every time you uh you go to like dig up a fossil but actually it's a it's an egg and like you go to (laughs) dig up or like you cut down a tree and instead of like getting wood from the tree you get eggs did the eggs do anything (laughs) They do nothing. You can make, they're like recipes that you can make, like, uh, make things out of the eggs, but they're all ugly. (laughs) The only, (laughs) the only upside to the eggs is that they sell for 200 bucks or 200 bells a piece. And if you craft something with them, they sell for double that. Okay. So like, so they have a purpose. At the end of the day, like, I'll like go like take a bunch of eggs and just like make a bunch of like really ugly dresses out of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> and then come back and, like, and sell them just to, like, get my money's worth out of. Just, like, farming, be- farming eggs into bells. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's cool. I mean, it, not so much the, the egg stuff impeding any kind of progress, but it's cool that they're having events in it. Um, I think this is one of the first ones in a while, or at least... I know at some point in the past they took a break from holiday events just since there was a a weird mix from the the Western market and the Japanese market. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's cool to see that that stuff's in there. I also saw some guy, I think a guy in China was selling designs. Like he had like his, uh, like WePay or or whatever the app they use over there is, like his code and use like, if you want a design, you could pay him for it and he would send you like the design from that shirt or something. Uh-huh. And I think he's just like, yeah, this is hard time, so I'm doing whatever I can. People are like, that's cool. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, like, a buck for this, <laughs> which is an interesting thing to do if you're a talented artist. Um, yeah, for a, sure. A lot going on in the world of Animal Crossing. Yeah, um, it's, uh, there's like also, like, discourse about people who are, like, I've seen on Twitter that are, like, like, can't believe you stole the idea of putting, like, a shell on the beach in this particular position, like... This, like this is copyright infringement like oh yeah there's there's a whole side of this that's wild been kind of upsetting to me like how much of a competition people want to make this stuff like i saw an article is like 20 of the best outfits we've seen in animal crossing I'm like that's i mean i see what you're doing but you're kind of how do i how want to put it like uh commodifying what people are doing in this relaxation game or I, yeah. I don't know it just made me a little uncomfortable in a way um, yeah, not like, like in a I problematic like, way or anything, just kind of, eh. Yeah, like, I'm playing this because I am having a grand old time, like, and also, like, because I, like, in the only, like I said, the only other island I've seen is our friends, but, like, I'm at such a point in my, in my island development, <laughs> so to speak, that, like, I don't have the, like money or materials necessary to really start customizing stuff the way I want to. So, like, there's a lot more, like, grinding, like, like, for right now, like, I only have two rooms in my house, and I know that you can go up to at least four. So you get a baller So, like, so, yeah, so, like, in the meantime, like, for right now, I'm just, like, grinding for bells to pay off the first room so that I can get more rooms (laughs) (laughs) before I like, go too hard on, like, where I want to plant stuff or, like, where I want to, like, do other stuff like that, so. Cool. But, yeah, having a good good old time. That's good to hear. I'm glad you're having a great adventure on your new horizons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many hori- this, these horizons have opened up for me. <laughs> you're truly becoming, like, a, a, a super gamer. 
really well-rounded gamer, you know? Like, I've got my Animal Crossing, I've got my platformers, I've got my roguelites, like... <laughs> yeah, those are, those are, like, a whole gradient, a whole-ass gradient of stuff, like... I appreciate the fact that you have, like, Animal Crossing, which is probably one of the most mainstream games you could be playing at the moment. But also, like, Okami, which was, like, not that mainstream of a game, is also a remake, like, like mm-hmm. a throwback game from Capcom, so it's probably a little bit tricky. Then Crypto the Necrodancer, which is, like, in no way easy. And then, like, some Mario Karts and stuff like that, so... Yeah, just, uh, just, you know, never thought, like, I mean, I I knew that, that like, I was probably going to... Like, my game world would expand somewhat when I got a Switch, but I uh, really was just thinking of it as a Super Smash Brothers machine until... <laughs> Me too. I mean, I was hoping they'd come out with a Smash, but I was like, ah, Splatoon's pretty dope. I like that game. Uh, and then Switch decided to go just be a decent machine. Who would have thunk it, but... Yeah. Well, I guess it's Spyro and Crash, too. i very big on the the classic remakes. Nothing wrong with the classics, but. though. Here's hoping they remake uh, or remaster Sonic Adventure One and Two, because <laughs> those Fingers games crossed. could use a those those could use a remake. And if they release the Child Garden in twenty twenty one's times, that'll be a whole thing that people will get very lost in. Um, <laughs> basically, little uh, Tamagotchis that you can like hang out with and oh, stuff. Nice. Like you know, a diversion from all the action. You can just like raise these little creatures. How cute! Yeah, it's a whole thing that people like still play with that and mod that like i'm done playing adventure 2 battle but i want to raise these little guys so i have to keep going back in the stage to grind out for like rings and and like the little cores that the enemies drop or little animals so it's a whole thing nice but uh, we got yeah. some other game stuff going on too if we i was gonna say yeah you've got yeah i've got really... some games to tell me about games with yeah. a z well yeah games um quick update on one step from eden i've made it to eden a couple times <laughs> i uh you stepped the... all the way there i've stepped all the way there i've done the route where you spare everybody and you have to fight one of your friends again i've defeated her but i spared her because i don't want to be mean but i'm gonna have to go be mean to get the achievement i've done the path where you don't spare everybody so you have to fight this gate you know the robotic gate to eden you beat it you just get kicked out you you die <laughs> um which is still causes victory and then I've done the one where you don't spare anybody, but you don't kill the shopkeeper, so it's not a full killing run. Um, and you actually go into Eden, and you fight stuff, and you beat the boss, and she's like, cool, you know, I know I told you I make my own rules, so yeah, you can't really beat me. She just sends you back to the beginning of the game with all your stuff, and you can keep doing loops like that. So, But I promptly died, because I had like no health, and I'm like, I'm not prepared. I thought you would be it. Um, I didn't think I would win this fight, so that's pretty good. Um Lovely game overall, very difficult, but once you get a rhythm, not so bad. But the other game in the news I want to talk about, there's a game called Valorant coming out soon. I got beta access to it, and the beta access starts today for all you listening on Tuesday. Yesterday for all you listening on Wednesday. Hmm. But um, basically a lot of streamers, not this past weekend, but the weekend before... I think about like 500 streamers got invited to do what they called a boot camp, which was just them grinding, grinding, grinding out the game, getting used to it. Um, I don't think anyone, I don't know, I don't think people went to Riot Games. I think they were all just at home on their own systems. I think that was the Uh point that everyone used their own systems because they wanted the game to be able to run on a toaster, pretty much. They wanted to be able to run with very low requirements. Uh At least they wanted to be in esports since they're so, you know, they've had such luck with League of Legends. Um, They want to finally get their crossover. But yeah, so there's a game called Valorant. It's a shooting game, very much like Counter-Strike, so tactical, like, you're not going to be running around, like, shooting as you run like you might in Counter-Strike or Overwatch or Apex, not not Counter-Strike, I'm sorry, Call of Duty or Apex Legends or Overwatch, where you can kind of move around kind of funky. This is very, you run somewhere, you stop and shoot. Follows the same uh, Counter-Strike plot, but they've changed it from being terrorists and counter-terrorists, because that's very, it's making it harder to grow in some places. Yeah. Um, from what I could tell, I don't think there's too much coding in that other than it's just terrorists and counter-terrorists, but the objective is still the same. Um, but since it's a somewhat fantasy land, there's a spike that will like steal the mana from a place. <laughs> That's the bomb. Um, so you have to stop the other team from doing that. You just want to put down your spike, your charge, or the bomb, whatever you're going to call it, and the other team has to stop you, and you have to stop them from stopping you kind of thing. So, but there's like... 
hero shooter in quotes elements to it so like every character has a couple of abilities i think one you just get uh, the rest you have to buy and they only have use for that round but if you don't use them you can hold up to like three charges or something for different abilities um so it's you know it's it's pretty cool it has some of that riot charm like the art's pretty good they've made some nice trailers for the characters and they seem to be not afraid of using hip-hop in their trailers nice. which is pretty good um, like, one of the first characters they, like, announced announced was this uh, black British dude. Um, so the trailers are pretty hype. Uh, the abilities aren't too outlandish. Um, so if you've seen the abilities in Overwatch, there's kind of... There's so much particle effects and flashing, it might be hard to see what's going on. Um, and then in a game mm-hmm. like Apex, the abilities might be so light that you're not even 100% sure somebody used an ability. You're like, mm-hmm. did they do something? Like, I think that person may have disappeared and that guy grappled, but it... Unless you knew that game, you wouldn't realize that, that person used an ability. You assume it's just something that's part of the game, right? Um, mm. Like one, like the one healer, she has a healing drone that she can lay down. Um, when she brings somebody back up, like picks them up, she has a shield around her, and her ultimate is calling down like a supply crate. So, you know, there are supply crates in the game. There are people that might have little shields. There are things that look like a healing drone. So unless you knew the game, you would just assume that's part of it. You know. Valorant has something that's a little bit in between, like people can throw like a wall of fire out, like, or bank things off the wall, but it'll all be themed around that character. So you're like, oh, that guy is a fire type person or whatever, but they're supposed to be tactical. You know, if you try to use them in bad positions, you'll lose. They're not just press this button to win. So it looks interesting. I've never played Counter-Strike, but I've seen friends play it. I've watched streamers play it and... I don't plan on being good at this game, but I want to check it out because it's, it's, you know, it's going to be free to play. It's going to follow the Riot model, which is you don't have to pay for anything to be good, but it's pay to swag kind of thing. Like if you want the nice gun skin or the nice skin for this or all this, that's where you're going to pay your money. Uh, if I understanding, it's not going to be loot boxes or anything. It's just going to be you pay for what you get and you don't have to pay at all. You just if you want to just play the game, you can play the game. So that's a decent model. Um, yeah, we. We stand a game that does not that is not play to, pay to play. Yeah, that's 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 good. I mean, there's obviously some stuff going on with Riot, whereas they had they had some issues with mistreating female coworkers, and apparently all the coworkers, but like also sexism and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are like, "Yo, so I'm not going to downplay the misogyny of this company, but why were people letting this dude rock like in general? Like, I think it was the studio where the guy was like farting on people, and mm-hmm. they're like, um, so." Again, not to downplay the misogyny, but, like, why were y'all letting him do this to the other guys? Also, like, that's kind of weird. Like, he's, uh, like, a president or something. Um, but they, they went through some, like, class action lawsuits and stuff like that. And the company's trying to get their shit together. I think they also mm-hmm. have some other weird stuff going on with, like, foreign markets and stuff. Like, the same kind of stuff Blizzard got in trouble for. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we're all bad at boycotts. So, like, the Blizzard boycott isn't, uh... Well, it's not going because people are choosing to. It's just kind of happening because waves at Blizzard in general. Yeah, <laughs> gestures at everything. There's a lot of there's a lot of hype around Valorant. Like, like I said, the uh, the beta starts on uh, Tuesday. If you got a key for it, not a key, a, a, like a drop is what they're calling it. I don't I don't know why you had to be connected to Twitch. You have to connect a Riot account, but yeah. So if you watch one of these player streams. You were able to get a drop, and I did get one, so I'm going to give it a shot tomorrow and see what it's like. I don't plan on being good, but I hope that it's have, there's a feeling of like, oh, this seems like it could be fun if I was playing with other bad people or got good, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's how that's like how I am at all any like multiplayer video games. Just like this could be fun if I was pl- like. It, it's funny because like even like like I was playing Mario Kart with my roommate like. A couple weekends ago and i'm not i don't consider myself good at video games but at least i have like some fluency with like the controller after playing for so long yeah so like even just that like that change was enough like that like that little bit of leveling difference was enough that it was like kind of frustrating for her to play against me right yeah that's that's how i feel about games is you want to there's some games that are there's, there's like three kind of games, or maybe two. There's games that are good no matter what your skill level is, and there's games that are only good if you're good at them, and there's games that are only good if the other person matches you. So like, let's say, to me anyway, bowling and tennis aren't fun if you're not good at them. Even if your opponent is as bad as you, if you're just rolling gutter balls for an hour, that's not fun and it's frustrating because 
you're missing an objective. In tennis, if you can't serve the ball or return a serve, like no matter how soft, it's not going to be fun. It's going to be frustrating with you running after the ball. But a game like, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, like shooting games where if everybody's mm-hmm. bad and no one's hitting anybody, but you're all having the joy of shooting at each other, those uh-huh. are fun. But yeah. again, but like fighting games like Mortal Kombat, if like nobody knows what's going on, and you're just like blocking and running and punching. It might you might laugh for a little bit, but you're not gonna really enjoy it because you're like, well, after a while, it gets annoying. Yeah, we kind of just punched each other, but I know I can shoot fireballs and do tornado kicks. So why am I just doing jabs <laughs> and maybe the occasional uppercut? This I won, but I didn't have fun because I didn't get it. So from what I understand from listening to some of the podcasts, people are like, this is the kind of game that is as fun. Like, if you are near your your opponent's skill level, it's fun. Like, whether they're better than you or not, as long as it's not, like, first grade to tenth grade level. If you're, like, first grade to third grade, maybe. You're like, man, we got beat. But, like, it was still fun because I felt like I had a chance or I was in it and I knew what I was doing. So I'm looking forward to giving it a shot. Um, it did huge, huge, huge numbers on Twitch on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because it's probably the most I've ever seen on Twitch for a game. And especially considering that no one was actually playing the game. This was all <laughs> video on demand streaming. Like these were all streamers saying, hey, look, I'm live in my little box. But this gameplay you're seeing was recorded like five days ago. Uh-huh. It had like probably 800, 900,000 viewers. Dang. And uh, it was it looked bad. And I, I made a point and I want this to be heard, you know. A lot of people are saying it's not competing with Overwatch because it's not the same type of game. And some people are like, well, no, it is competing because it's a shooter and people only have... You only have a limited amount of time in a day. You have 24 hours in a day. You can't play two games at once. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... People False. Like, I can put a lure on my phone and play Pokemon Go while I also play a different um, <laughs> endless collecting game on my Switch. I mean, that's true. I've played Slay the Spire while I was in queue for Overwatch. That's kind of <laughs> sidestepping it. But... Whereas the Counter-Strike community is not afraid at all, but they're the ones who are in direct competition. Like, there's a reason to play Overwatch still. Like, maybe I want to play a tank. That doesn't exist in Valorant. But if you were like, hey, I want to, like, just be tactically shooting, like, I could play Counter-Strike or Valorant, whichever one's better at the moment. Mm -hmm. But I was like, so I looked at the numbers for different games, and CSGO still was doing really well. Some people are saying that community is just in denial, but there's, like, often a reason to watch it. League of Legends still was doing all right. Fortnite, like everything was lower, but it's still doing all right. But like Overwatch has been doing like less than 20,000, which is not good because there's like one or two streamers that can pull 20,000 on their own. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was like, this is really like really low numbers for this game. It's just been low pretty consistently. I think they had like that bad week of hero bands they had was just pretty unfun for most people, Um, Uh especially the tanks and healers. It was all like the hit scan heroes were banned. You know, the people who, like, point and click, it's instant. They were all banned. Like, one of the healers was banned, and I don't even know if it... Was it, that the well, the week they had Mercy banned? No, that's this week, which is... I, I There's an interesting dynamic with Mercy players, like, people that main Mercy. Because there's other heroes that require as much aim as her, sometimes less. They're not good at just because they've hyper-focused. That's a whole interesting thing. I mean, they're still good at the game, but it's, it's different dynamics. Um, that's but that's this week. Last week it was Diva, Hitscan Heroes, and Baptiste, which was just kind of you have to throw somebody under the bus. But I was like, this isn't fun for anybody except people who play like Farah and like maybe Genji and Junkrat. The supports are just mm-hmm. getting dived all day. We're just getting blown up. The tanks don't know how to deal with an aerial threat or a speed threat. It's like, like I think I played two competitive like the week before. I played like at least twenty games. Mm-hmm. And, like I think I played two or three. I was like, this is just unfun for people below Masters, like, because we don't have the ability to deal with this threat enough to make them stop doing it. Uh Uh-huh. And the game is just getting more and more not fun for tanks and support players. And we're like, well, at least we have a new hero coming out who has, like, a sleek design. Maybe she'll be a support, maybe a tank. And they're like, no, damage player. And there's, like, no more heroes coming out to Overwatch 2, which we've not given a date on. And people are like, Blizzard, what the fuck is this? Like, like... Even the DPS players are like, she looks cool, but, like, this is she's a little strong, like, a little overpowered, we think, and not really addressing any of the needs or de- desires or, or, or problems in the game right now. And then I was like, yo, just let it be known that, like, when the articles come out, it wasn't Valorant that killed Overwatch. Like, it was Overwatch that killed Overwatch, because there's so many people that are just losing passion in the game. 
And, mm. like, I don't know. I feel like they've made so many, like, weird missteps that I don't think the game is going to be dead anytime soon. Like, I still enjoy playing it, especially on quick play. And the Overwatch League is still going to thrive. But, like, I don't know. Just, just like, even the games that I won, it's just, like, this isn't really fun unless I'm with, like, five friends just dicking around in quick play. Like, the competitive nature of the game just seems like, eh. I don't know. Like, the game is getting more and more toxic with, like, more people being home on quarantine. So, like, eh. I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. I think a lot of people are going to be splitting their time in more and more games. You know, Animal Crossing is a nice, fun game. There's more and more games coming out. There's more shooters coming out. We'll see what happens. But, again, this was about Valorant. It looks cool, and the character design's nice. Still no black women. I don't know why people don't want to put black women in video games. But, uh, you know. Yeah, very uh, very strange. Very strange. It's uh, All around. I, I, a friend corrected me, which I'm glad they did. I'm not salty about this. Uh, my buddy Steve on Twitter. I asked, like, is there no black women in League of Legends? I think there's, like, two black dudes in the game. Like, there is recently a black woman that got added to the game. Which is cool. Until you remember, League of Legends has, like, over 90 heroes, I think. And how old is this game? Uh, like, I think I've seen posts from, like, 2012. But I don't actually so know if that's true. This is almost a 10-year-old game. It's at least five years old. Is it? It's at least six years old. So, like, there's no excuse, considering you have that many characters. And a lot of them are, like, purple and stuff like that. Um... And then Overwatch has introduced a black girl and a black woman into the story, but will not but let us play as the black characters. woman. I'm fine with them not making the black girl a play- playable character. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we're shooting people yeah. in the face. I'll give them that one. But, like, we've seen Sojourn. She's clearly in Overwatch. She's a commander with Jack Morrison. And she's going to be playable one day, they told us. Probably in Overwatch 2. And we're like, But then, like, a lot of the community was like, well, based on the fact that she has, like, a robot arm or something... Or an mm-hmm. arm cannon. She's probably going to be DPS Overwatch or Blizzard. We don't want that right now because we don't want a DPS hero. But if you have any like black women tanks or supports, that'd be cool. And like, ah, oh, they don't want Sojourn. Well, here's Echo, a different DPS. We're like. Meanwhile, Apex <laughs> like launched with two playable black women characters. They were like clearly and specifically black, and the only white guys are behind a paywall, like almost as a joke, like. That's and so I'm, funny. <laughs> yeah. And the guy's like, some guy's like, oh, so like one of the white, like one of the white guys is like effeminate or whatever. And the other guy's name is Caustic. Like he's a poison guy. Like, are you saying the white dudes are toxic? I'm like, nah, I'm pretty sure you said that dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, that's, uh, so I don't know. Like there are black people in Valorant. I just don't know why people are so afraid to put like black women in their games. And this is like probably a bigger discussion that I don't want to get into right now. Yeah, but... and it's not, like, a Valorant problem, but, like, you see the climate, you're making a brand new game, um, you're making a big effort to, like, have one of the female leads of development, like, in the, the development videos you're putting out, like, you understand the need for female representation, there's a male and female host on these videos I've seen, but, like, where are the black women at, right? Like, why is everyone doing this? Respawn did it, like, almost, like, like, it was nothing, like, oh, yeah, okay, like, we have a robot, we have two black women, we have, like, some white ladies, an Asian lady is all good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they just don't add black women in video games, I, I don't know. I, I don't get it. <laughs> well, it's like, the, 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 like, DPS thing makes me think of, you've seen the, the cactus meme from The Good Place? Um, I'm not sure, maybe. I feel like um, I have. Wait, when Jenny like, keeps pulling all cactuses? Yeah, where Michael's yeah, yeah. like, are you sure? Are you absolutely sure that what you're about to hand me is not a cactus? She's like, I'm absolutely sure. Um, and I feel like that's, like, I've, I've seen it recently with, like, the eggs in um, in Animal Crossing. It's like, are you yeah. sure what you're about to hand me is a fossil and not an egg? Very sure. <laughs> also, is KK Sliders in this game, right? Yes. What a musical virtuoso. Done more for the culture than the Beatles. Truly. Is he considered an idol? <laughs> well, I don't I, I don't know. I guess so. They uh every day there's a new album of his in the <laughs> in the Nook store. I've um so KK Slider opened up for either Off the Hook or the Squid Sisters. I can't recall which. That's um, so funny. But I think since the Squid Sisters are definitely idols off the hook is a music group related to them in some way and kk slider appeared in one of their shows i think you know if a Hyocon happens next year 
and they still have the theme of idols. I think KK Slider is an idol. <laughs> I think you're I think you're right. I I will stand with you on this. I've heard a little bit about maybe conventions might not go back to normal mm-hmm. next year. Like a lot of them might not recover from this year. Mm-hmm. I hope that's not true, but I can see it being the case where like I don't know. This article that like, made this yeah, theory didn't do... really get into it, but for, I mean, like they operate on fairly thin margins, from what I understand. I heard yeah. that AMC movie theaters might not reopen after this. Like, yeah, that too. Which is, which is, it's it's hard for me to wrap my head around the idea of, hey, our overhead and cost went down to zero, but we won't be able to open up. Like, I don't know what their rent is like. Maybe they did pull a cheesecake factory and refuse to pay rent. But in my understanding, if AMC theaters aren't buying the movies to show, because why would they buy those movies? That's almost mm-hmm. all of their expense, and I'm assuming their employees aren't getting paid. So the only reason they'd close down is if they just keep paying their CEOs. <laughs> because I'd imagine it's like, hey, freeze everything. Money will like money in and out will start again whenever this is over. So I don't know what AMC is spending their money on in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, apparently their credit rating dropped, like, horrifically in the well, in the meantime f- but I mean, like that makes sense but that's not fair like hey yeah. we don't think you're gonna be able to bring in money yeah neither do we that's why we're not spending any money like what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> for real you want to hear a scary fact yeah about 2020 it's not actually scary like the way that things are actually scary but a different kind of scary you know what i mean like the fun scary you want to hear a scary thought stuff tell me a scary thought my guy the uh, number two grossing movie in the United States yeah. of 2020 is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> what's up, oh y'all? <laughs> the prophecy what's... has been foretold. What's the ne- What's the uh, What's number one? Birds of Prey. No, uh, the uh, Bad Boys movie. Ah, okay. Bad Boys for Life, I think it's called, because they didn't want to call it Bad Boys Three. Which is really dumb because they could have used Bad Boys for Life as a fourth movie title. Oh yes, they could. Which did like I... a four. Like Fast and the Furious. I don't know what's going on. I, I think, I, I think when you call it, I, I think it's a way to kind of trick some unsuspecting people in. When you call something a sequel, it's kind of like, oh, I didn't see the first two Bad Boys or something. And from mm-hmm. what I understand, the only plot thread in the third one is just that Martin Lawrence's character was like, "Yo, I told you I'm done with this shit, man. I'm too old to be out here being like <laughs> wild cop," you know. And Will Smith's character's uh-huh. like, nah, we gotta do, like, one more job or something, because this dude keeps killing people. And, and then he gets, like, in danger, like, nah, man, I'm, I'm here to do it. And at the end, he's like, Will Smith's like, okay, man, I'm sorry, we're, I'm not gonna keep pulling you into this, I'm gonna let you retire, this uh, other character here. I guess spoilers for Bad Boys for Life, um, <laughs> it's Will Smith's son character, uh-huh. who was, like, I guess... The character played by Jane Smith. Is he Jane Smith? <laughs> I, I, don't I don't know. know. It's just I don't some, know either. It's just some guy, um... <laughs> But apparently he was killing people because he thought that someone, like, killed his dad or something. Like, his mother had misled him to do it because it's a Michael Bay movie and women are duplicitous. Um, So the dude's (laughs) like, well, I'm gonna go to jail for a while, but when I get out, I'm gonna help be a good cop or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, they could have called it Bad Boys for Life. I think they just didn't want to call it a sequel number, even though everyone has been asking for Bad Boys 3. But I guess that's too small of an audience. (laughs) So yeah, right now those are the top two grossing movies. Um, and I don't know where Birds of Prey stands up. I think it might be, like, the fifth grossing movie of 2020, but, like, the third mm-hmm. that re- was released this year. Uh-huh. Because I think, like, Parasite and Knives Out made a bunch of money this year. Oh, yeah, true. Um, but that's slightly different, so. But, yeah, speaking of movies, speaking yeah. of movie theaters, the last movie that I saw in theaters was Onward. Oh, which great. Which we have just recently watched, so. Yeah, we, uh, it's actually just on Disney Plus now. I thought we rented it, but no, it's on Disney Plus, and... It's, it's alright. It's a decent movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, right? It's like, it just, it's enjoyable. It's, uh... I do like the arc of the main character. How he starts out. Well, I guess this is, a lot of people haven't seen it yet, so I won't really get into it too much. But I appreciate how he went from, I need this, I need this, I need this, too. You know what? No, I don't need this. I needed this other thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I guess I'm just describing a Disney movie, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it, it follows that, but it, it was a nice twist because I wasn't sure really what the, what the ending was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I do appreciate, I, I laugh at the fact that no one will let Tom Holland do his natural voice. I know, he has to talk in like a... 
L- like a young boy American accent all the time. This is a mystical world. Let him speak a British accent. You don't even have to justify it. We could just say, well, you know, we all know the plot because it was in the trailers. Dad coming back as half a body. You have to, you know, figure this out. Hmm. It could have been like the dad was British. The mom was not. That's why one of them has a British accent. You know, I mean, genetic accents. I, I mean, why not? It's fantasy land. Meanwhile, Chris Pratt is doing his best, like, not impersonation, but like Jack Black summoning because um, that is just a Jack Black ass character if I've ever seen one. Oh yeah. Um, the lesbian cop was again not that much, but you know, casually in there. This is this is a great step for Disney, so I can't wait to see what they do in 1992. Um, <laughs> you know, I appreciate that there was there were black voices in the in the uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. It was a. I mean, this is a kids' movie, so it was a, it was a little slow for me. I say that as like I, I enjoy kids' media a lot. I guess the thing that made me sad was the predictable. They have to fall out at the beginning of the third act, or the like towards the climax of the movie. Mm-hmm. Which I hope they weren't going to do because they do it early on. But you know that's part of the formula. But the main thing that I was like, what the heck? Why are we getting this movie? Was just that uh, the, the premise is that magic used to be in the world, and now it's not really that popular. Like, you can't tease me with that. Like, towards the end of the movie when magic is, like, flourishing and stuff like that. I'm like, I want to watch that movie. Like, I want to watch the movie that happens, like, after the conflict is resolved. Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, this looks so sick. They're, like, doing all this and X, Y, and Z. Like, this looks so fun. I feel like that's the movie that the team signed on to make. And then they made the Slice of Life episode. Uh-huh. About, like, bringing, like, yeah, like, maybe, I don't know, maybe if it does well enough on Disney+, Plus, it, like, I get it's, it's such a tricky thing, like release wise, because if it had done really well in theaters, maybe there would have been like a, like a Disney, Channel spinoff show. Yeah, that's that's what I would like is like, like a Disney. Like, I mean, like they did Tangled Ever After, whatever it's called. That's like literally like undoes the end of Tangled by giving Rapunzel <laughs> her magic hair back. Like <laughs> nice. Well, so. I- I mean, I don't know. I like I like that. I mean, they did. They have like the How to Train Your Dragon show. DreamWorks isn't Pixar, is it? No, DreamWorks but they. But yeah, they did. But it's the same premise, though. Yeah. I mean, Disney Plus is making a. I mean, Disney's making a ton of money because it's Disney. I I don't know. I'd like to see like some shorts, kind of like how they had the, the short from Inside Out, mm-hmm. that happened like after the plot. I'd like to see like a little. Hey, just give me like a ten minute short of uh, the, the the two brothers hanging out doing doing magic stuff. I don't I don't need a lot, you know. Or it'd be a great show yeah, for exactly. it'd be a great movie for like the straight to DVD releases. We have Disney Plus, so all the all the overheads gone. Just put that on Disney Plus. Let us watch Onward to More Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Onward even further. <laughs> on offward. offward. I, no, I'm not gonna do this. But um <laughs> Yeah, that's what I saw recently. I liked it, it was cute. Made me feel some feels. But other than that, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, good, but, charming stuff. But let's let's close this out. I think you have some stuff to get back to. Yeah, we're we're recording in the middle of the day today during my work day as a, on my lunch break as opposed to uh, in the evening on a weekend because last night my brain was just not in the uh, in the podcasting zone. Hey, that's totally all so. right. We all need our time. We are going to do Ducktales recaps to make up for my Hero Academia um, dropping the ball on the dub. Again, yes. not sad that they closed production, just sad that production wasn't done in advance. That's my yes. own personal hang-up. I could watch the sub, but, you know, it's going to be hard to go back. But DuckTales, surprisingly... DuckTales produced in English. <laughs> yay, that I'm not... Yay for my non-polyglot powers. But it's also something fun to just keep up with, and hopefully the episodes will air like on Disney Plus or something, or if you have cable or any of those services that let you see cable episodes... I'm, I'm sure that'll work. Yes. But in the meantime, say you like us. Say you like what we do. You want to support us with love and adoration. That's totally possible via the powers of the internet. You can find me personally anywhere at Brother Dom. Anywhere I want to be found. That's going to be Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Tumblr. I Every now and then I reblog there when I go to get to a new <laughs> property. <laughs> new fandom. Yeah, anything like that. Uh, you can find Steph at Hella Steph on instagram mm-hmm. captain stuff on twitter and the snow yeah. queer on tumblr you can find this podcast in a litany of places 
predominantly, it's probably going to be Google Play Podcasts or iTunes or Spotify even, but we don't know you. Maybe you have a different podcast catcher, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, whatever it be. We're in all the locations, so give us a download, give us a uh, rating and review if this kind of service has that. We'd appreciate it. You can also find this podcast on YouTube. It's going to be a little harder to search because character reveals are a real thing um, and a fake Mm -hmm. thing, I guess, whatever that means, but people reveal characters. So um, you can probably find the link to our YouTube channel in the description below if if that's more your speed to follow on uh, YouTube path. Um, you can find the podcast at characterrevealed.simplecast.fm. That's where all of our podcasts and other links are. Or on Twitter, that's characterrev, two R's in the middle. And I think that's everything. We're also on Patreon because times are tough, but times are tough for a lot of people. So if you don't have the money or want to send it to more um, relief-based purposes, we totally understand. It's anything you can offer. Um, but there's people making masks and getting ventilators ready and people whose livelihoods have been destroyed by all this. So if you have some spare change, I'm sure they could use it. Um, I went on Humble for Bundle sure. and bought a bundle from them. $30 for like $1,000 worth of uh, games, books, and Choice stuff. Games. But um, the big thing is that, you know, they split their money up, but they sent it all to charity for relief. I think you could pick which charity you wanted to go to out of the four. But they're not taking any of the money, and the publishers aren't taking any of the money. It's all to charity this mm-hmm. time. So and It's all, all specifically COVID-related charities, like Doctors Without mm-hmm. Borders, etc. Yeah. Um, the games are not specifically related to anything dark like that. Like, Jackbox is there, Undertale, uh, <laughs> different stuff like that. So, um, But it's good for uh, acquiring goods, and it's also good for supporting people. So, um, yeah, that's that. Okay. I think that's everything for us, right? Yeah. That's all cool, I've got. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, well, listeners, thanks for rocking with us on another one. We appreciate your time and uh, attention and all that good stuff. So until next time, see you later. Bye.